0: The last thing we're discussing where someone's jug broke in shoot Harabim and someone slipped, it'd be Hayab. And Rabbi Udass says, it depends if it was on purpose or not. And we, we're we trying to what, understand uh, what is considered on purpose, not on purpose. Then we got into the suya. If someone uh, left an obstacle in Rashid Harabim, made it ownerless. There was a Mahlouq at Rabbi and One of them said Hayav, one of them said Patur. And the Guamana was trying to figure out who said what. And we ended up explaining that Rabbi Lazar in the name of Rabbi Shema'el, his rabbi, said Hayav, but on his own he holds it. the person is Patur. And with that we're going to start Lamed Amud Aleph, second line in by the Mishnah, where it says, bahen acher. If someone threw water into Rashut HaRabim and someone else got hurt as a result, Hayav Berisko. whoever threw the water is liable to pay for damages. If someone put uh, thorns or put glass in a shulterabim, the Hagodar at or someone made a fence of thorns, let's say put like barbed wire or something right by a shutarabim, Vegader Gadhar sheNafal a shaky uh, fence, something the Beit Din said to, to take down, couldn't take down, the Huzkubahen Achirim. And other people got hurt as a result. Hayav bin Iskan, the owner of the fence, is liable for damages. And the Gemara starts. Amarav. Again, we're talking about someone throwing water in a shoot arabim. You're only liable. That's only if someone's clothing got dirty as a result of the water patur, but if the person got hurt, he slipped on the water and hit, and got hurt on the ground. He's patur why? Because olam because it, it's a ground that hurt him. It's not uh, the person's uh, thing. It's not a person's. It's not the damage's assets. It's the ground, and the ground is hefker. So hefker hurt you. And again, Rab has his shita that when we're talking about obstacles. It, we're talking about the uh, when a person fell into the hole, he didn't He didn't bang himself on something and then get hurt. He to, he, according to him, the damage that is caused by a bore is as a result of the air over there, not as a result of the bang over there. So now that leads, Rav leads Ravuna to ask a question to Rav. Let that water that mixed in with the dirt, it should be like a person's uh, mud the person caused mad to be in a since it's sweat over there a person slipped on it he got hurt or he got dirty a person the person who threw the water should be liable so rab responds tamu maya. wait you, you think we're talking about a situation where the the water is still there it's not gone we're talking about the tamu maya we're talking about where the water's almost gone there's enough to get him to get the person dirty but not enough to make him slip and fall and that's why he's patur on the fall, but he would be hayav on the laundry bill. So now why do I need two mishnayot like this? Why do I need two mishnayot to tell me that if he got the person's uh, clothes dirty as a result of the water, he's hayav over here in the Daffk of So the G'mon explains, That one mishnah is talking about in the summer. And one of them is talking about in the winter. When everything is dirty and you have permission to throw things into Rashut and you throw something in Rashut Rabbim and someone got hurt, you still hayab. All the, we said in the Brayta in the that all these people who we allowed to open up their sewer, their pipes, their gutters, or they're, they're cleaning out their, uh, their their caves where they put all their garbage, in Rashut Rabbim. In the summer, they have no permission to throw into the HaRabim because people walk there and the streets are clean. When everything is dirty anyways in the winter, Yeshlaim should have permission. However, even though they have permission from Betin, still, if they, if anyone got damaged as a result of the person's garbage, he is liable. So again, we need two uh, Mishnayot, one for the summer, one for the winter. Next, we learned in the Mishnah kots. If someone put thorns in Rashut HaRabim and someone got hurt as a result, he's liable. Rabbi Yohanan said, it's only if someone put, let's say he put these thorns in his gate, but they're going into Rashut HaRabim, they're hovering over Rashut HaRabim. But if a person put it right by where his border is, He's not liable for damages. My Patur, what's the reason he's Patur? Because it's not common, it's not normal for people to uh, rub against uh, the, the fences and the walls of Bayre uh, Usually, when people walk, they walk like normal people. Uh, they walk in the sidewalk, they walk where there's open space. They don't rub themselves against people's fences. And that's why he's Patur. Tanura Banan, Hamatsniyah If someone put thorns or glass uh, shards, pieces of broken glass in his friend's wall, and then the owner of the wall or fence, uh, I guess he wasn't interested in his uh, wall, and he broke it. And it fell into Rashutrabim Vehiziku and the thorns or the glass hurt someone, the owner of the of the glass and the thorn, he's the one who's liable. He should have put it in his brain that maybe the person is going to break the wall. And by the way, there's a fascinating Red here who explains that even if the owner of the wall knew about the glass and the thorns and he broke it, still he's not liable. He's exempted because it's not his, he doesn't have to He didn't have to worry about the other person's things. He just has to take care of his things and the other person is liable. And Amar Los shanu ela When did we say that the person who left the stuff there is liable? That's if it's a shaky wall, he should have known that the person's going to knock the wall down. But if it's a strong wall that's not meant to be broken, it wasn't on its way to be broken, the person who left his things there is liable and the owner of the wall is the one who's liable. And uh Hedush Bionatani Lonil explains that owner should have realized you have a wall over here, people do put their things in in holes in people's walls. Since uh, there are there is such thing, you should have thought about looking inside and seeing if there's anything that can cause damage later. Number two, Tosfot also asks that even in a shaky wall, we should have blamed the owner of the wall that you should take a look because people put their stuff there. And Tosfot uh, explains that when it's a shaky wall, the person who put this stuff there was being negligent and that it was his fault. And Amar Abina, Zot Omeret, what do we understand from this uh, last piece? That if someone takes his friend's bucket and puts it over his own hole to cover the hole, and then the owner of the bucket sees his bucket, picks it up, goes, and that leaves the hole uncovered. Hayav The owner of the boar is the one who is liable. You, you you shouldn't have used your friend's bucket. You should use a different bucket. You should have realized that the person is going to come take his bucket. That makes total sense. Meaning it pashoot. You don't. I don't need you to tell me this. So the like explains. though there was a hidush. would have thought. Ha'tam. I would have thought over there in the case where a person puts thorns. Over there, who de over there a person didn't know what people put in his wool, and therefore he couldn't go tell people take your things out of there, and that's why he's exempt of al, but over here, the owner of the bucket knows who the hole belongs, so you should go tell him your hole is uncovered maybe the owner we could blame the owner of the bucket, it's your fault, you didn't tell him that you're taking your bucket and you're leaving, and the hole is open kamash. The Hidush of Ravina is no; it's still the fault of the owner of the whole. And Tanu Rabanan, Hasidim Harishonim, the original Hasidim, The original Hasidim, they would take their thorns, their broken pieces of glass, they would put it in their own fields, U'mamikin and they would they would bury it three tefahim underground, the ground, Hakiva so this way, when the plow comes, it doesn't uh, stop over there, or it doesn't, uh, or it doesn't pull it out and send it out to the Shultanabim. They were very scared. They were very careful with whatever causes damage. Rav Sheshat, shadel lehu benura of Shishat would throw them into the fire, Rabaa would throw them into the Tigris River. And based on this Meiri explains a person should get rid of anything that causes damage in his house as not to cause damage to other people. And Amar of Yehuda explains anyone who wants to be Hazid, Miled, Zikin, he should follow the rules in the mitzvot of damages, meaning to be careful not to damage anyone. Rabba Amar Mileda Avot. Rabba said a person should follow the words of Pirke Avot. The Ahmed some say Mile de Brachot. Some say whatever it says Masikh Brachot, fila brachot, that makes a person uh, more of a Hasid. Next Mishnah Motsiyatib Novika should Rabim if someone uh took out his straw, his hay his straw is after they cr- crush the wheat, whatever's left that's called the uh, straw. Hay is whatever they left uh, whatever they leave on the ground after they cut that's the way the Me'iri explains it either way someone leaves his stuff in a shoot harabin le- leaves valley, and he's trying to get them to rot until they dry up, and then now you could use it as a fertilizer. And someone got hurt because of them, he slipped on them. The, the person who owns the, the hay is liable for damages. And according to Tana'akama, anyone who holds on to them, he has to pay the owner whatever they're worth, the principal, but he gets to keep the enhancement. So let's say they were worth at the time where the person put them there a uh, dollar a piece and now they're worth uh, two. He has to give the owner one, and he could uh, and, and he could keep it. Anyone who caused damage in they're obligated to pay. And anyone who grabbed that thing that causes damage. He completely owns it. It's his completely. The whole thing. He doesn't have to pay the original owner or anything. If someone flipped garbage or kicked the soda can, for example, in from one place to the other, and someone got hurt as a result. In the in the second place, called the person who kicked the the garbage or he flipped the garbage. That person is obligated to pay for the other person's damage because the minute he picked it up. And he moved it around, it's a it's as if he acquired it. And the Gemara starts. We're saying that uh, our Mishnah is talking about a situation where someone put his garbage outside with permission and he's still obligated to pay. So Lima teen de lokah sounds like our Mishnah is not like a beautiful at the time of year where you're allowed to take out your garbage into the Bim, Adam what sees you know the shutter person's allowed to take his garbage out of the shutterabim. Bits of raw called shaloshim. Yom and he's allowed to leave it there for 30 days. Kedeshi yeh nishof b'ragle adam or b'ragle behemah. So it can be trampled on by humans and animals. Chalminat ken in cheli Yeshua. I thought Yeshua, or the original Yeshua Nun, when he let Benisa, when he gave Benisa the land, there was a few conditions. One of them was that people could leave their garbage at certain times of the year, and people could trample over them, and you're allowed, and therefore you would be exempt from paying. And over here, I'm just saying you're obligated to pay. So the like Gemara answers, "Afilu tema You could even say Rabbi Uday. sheim meshalem You could even say Rabbi Uday that Rabbi Uday would. 100 percent agree that if a person got hurt as a result even if you had permission but if someone got hurt you would still have to pay. and Tosafot explains that to Yehuda, when we said that uh, anyone who picks them up uh, he okay, that's after 30 days you only have 30 days to leave it out over there after 30 days you have to make sure it's clean' to talking that after 30 days anyone who comes and picks it up it's his. now the commander has a question not none. We learned, Rabbi Daomer Omer, Bener Hanukkah, if someone left the, the Hanukkah candles outside Reshut Rabbim pursue many wants to publicize the miracle, patur. If someone got hurt, patur. Why me peneshehu, Bishop, he has permission? My love, Mishum Reshut Bedin, isn't it because he has permission from Betin and therefore he's patur? And the Gemara says, no, that's not the reason. Mishum Rishut Mitzvah, because he's doing a mitzvah, he has permission to put it there, and therefore he's exempted. Rabbi Omer, Bener Hanukkah, patur me Reshut Mitzvah. Rebiuda holds the near Hanukkah if it causes damage, you're, you're, uh, you're exempt from paying because you have permission to do a mitzvah. And the rules are different with the mitzvah and garbage. So the woman has another question. We learned that whenever hachamim give permission to someone to leave uh, things in a shutarbim, again, if they cause damage, you're obligated to pay. Rebiuda, poter and uh, exempts the person from paying because he had permission from Beitin, It's not just one days a mitzvah. it's even when he have permission from Beitin. And Amarav um, Nachman, no, So, Rav Nachman explains everything perfectly. Our Mishnah that says that he's liable to pay, that's at a time when you're not supposed to take out the garbage, let's say, the summer, or whatever it is, that you have no permission to put it out, and that's why you're liable. The Rabbi and now, you can explain our Mishnah like Rabbi Yehudah, Another answer of Amar, Tivno ve t'nan. You could even say that could be that. is talking about straw and hay. Mishum dem They have different rules. They, they make people slip. They're very slippery. People could slip all over them and get hurt. So they have different rules than regular garbage. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, if someone put his hay or straw out in the Tarabim. someone got hurt, he's obligated to pay. We said, Anyone who uh, grabs them, he acquires them. And you acquire them, you acquire them themselves and enhancement. You get the entire thing. No, you get the enhancement part of it, but the the principle of it, that goes back to the original owner. So, what's the mahlaka between Rav and Zairi? So, Rav said, find them, they took away the actual principle, so this way he doesn't leave it over there, because once people trample on all this uh, straw and hay, it's going to... uh, uh, enhance, it's going to get better, and he's going to do, so the person's going to leave it there on purpose. So Hakim just took everything away from him, so he doesn't do it. As Zuiri said that Hakim, uh, didn't find him that much, they just took away the enhancement part, but not the actual uh, principle. Tanan so here's a question we learned how someone flipped garbage in Rabim, and someone got hurt as a result the one who kicked the garbage he is the one who is uh, liable of payment It didn't say anything about whoever picked it up acquires it meaning it, you, the, pre, the original owner owns it it's just that the second person who kicked it is liable uh, meaning he would get uh, the shevah but the principle stays by the original owner and that's a problem with Rav. So Rav would tell you, Tana, the Resheva will in the Sefa. No, it just said that that we're taking it away from the original owner. It said it once in the Resha and it covers the Sefa also. Same halakha. Meaning not just with the case of the straw and the hay, but also in the case of a person kicking in the garbage. Same rule. If anyone picked it up, according to Rav, he owns the whole thing. But the a problem because vihat ala, but it does say in Ibrahita in regards to someone kicking the garbage, Asurin mishum gezel. Even though the person threw it out, it's still Asur. You can't just steal it. It, 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 there's, it still belongs to someone, and therefore, if you took it, you stole it. Like Mark explains, Asurin When we wrote that it's Asur and it's gezel, that's Akula That's going on the entire Mishnah. And the Perush is the first person who came and took it, it becomes in, and anyone who takes it from him, it, it considered gezel It now officially belongs to him, and that's the way to to, to, to explain the Mishnah. Like Masas but it doesn't say that in the Mishnah If someone put out his hay and straw outside shutarabim uh, for garbage, someone slipped and got hurt as a result, Hayav binisko. The owner of the straw and hay is liable for damages. Anyone who grabs them acquires them. Someone flipped garbage and someone got hurt result. So here you have it when it comes to uh, hay, straw. Things that uh, enhance anyone who grabs them gets them, and there's no gazil. However, when it comes to garbage, things that don't go up in price, we don't uh, uh, we don't uh, find the principle, and therefore it's asur. You, you now take it; it's it's considered stealing, and that's a problem on rav who says that you could even get the the actual principle. So Amar ibn Galal Karamit. Are really asking questions from garbage? Meaning, it's not a problem because the things that get enhanced can sugu for mishum ho. So khamim find the person. They said, you're going, if you're going to put it on the shul that thinking you're going to enhance it, then uh, you're going to lose even the principle. However, the things like garbage that don't get enhanced. Look, so, Ha khamim didn't uh, say you're going to lose the actual principle. And you can say the part where it says Vasuri Mishum Gezel is only going on the garbage. You're not allowed to take it in from if you find garbage in Shutabim, and it's not going on uh, straw and hay. So now Iba'yadehu. The mer, So the question is according to Rav, who said Kansugu Mishum that we will let the, the, the finder take the, the actual principle because of the enhancement. We don't want the person leaving things there. When do you actually get the item? Is it when it gets enhanced and then you could take it? Or even before enhanced, you, you could, when, if you picked it up, you got it. So, we we're going to try to answer. Up until now, we brought the, the garbage. This garbage doesn't get enhanced in Hashut beam and still you get it. It sounds like you got the item and even if it didn't enhance yet. Tegerman says, really, you're going to compare one from the other? When we brought that whole sugia with the garbage, that's before Rav Nahman by Haq explained that according to Rav, the finder always gets to keep the principle. However, once Rav Nachman by Yitzhak explained that it only depends if the item enhances in Roshu then, galal can you even bring up the case of garbage? And th- this is the problem, meaning it starts from Rav, who holds that something that enhances, you get the principle. Is it, again, we're still stuck with the same question. According to Rav, is it only when when it enhances, then you get the entire thing, or even before it enhances? So now the Gemara is going to take a step back and say that, Let's say this is the Rav if you get the entire thing with enhancement and the principle, or just the enhancement, let's say it's a machlok etanayim. We learned, If there's a contract that has rebits, it says, On money, plus uh, 50, whatever it is, 50% uh, rebits. According to Bimeir, we find the the, the lender with the shimon, and he says you're not going to get anything—not the principal, not the rebate, nothing. Hachamim will bring gavet akaren, but lo etaribit. Hachamim say that he's going to get the principal, but not the interest. So let Rav de Amar kereb Bimeir, Uziri de Amar kerebanan. Let's say that Rav held like Bimeir. And that's why you find also the principle. And Zairi, the uh, holds like Rabbanan that all, that uh, we only find him the enhancement, not the principle. So ama Lachrab, will tell you no. Ana afil I would even say according to Rabbanan, who uh, find only the Rebbit. Over there, the reason Hakhami took away the Rebbit. Ella the That's because the principle is mutar. It's a regular uh, loan. It's only that the interest is a source. When someone leaves a straw and hay outside, gufa the the principle over here, the straw, the hay, is what's causing the damage. And that's why I would, uh, maybe a hachamim would agree to me or uh, that we we would find everything. You take away everything. Maybe whatever I say, goes even according to Rabbi here who over there by Rabin, uh, finds everything. Because <laughs> the only reason over there ear finds and he says the entire uh, contract is invalid. <laughs> because he holds when it comes to the beat. The sur is at the, all the way in the beginning. When you wrote up the contract, you, the whole thing is a sur and that's why the whole thing is one big fake. It's not true. And, and therefore, rip up the contract. The whole thing is no good. <laughs> but over here, who said someone's going to slip and break. It's not 100% that's going to cause damage. And maybe uh, Rabin Meir would agree with me that you, you, you only get the enhancement, not the principle. Okay, so that mahluketanaim didn't work. So let's say the mahluket of Rabin Zairi is in a different mahluketanaim. We learned how much it is. If someone left his hay straw outside in, in order for, for, for fertilization, and someone left and someone got hurt, you're liable for his damages. And anyone who uh, acquires them, it's his and, and, and it's anything, anything any obstacle in shut the if they cause damage you have to pay. anyone who grabs them acquires them. Now we have a problem over here. Amar, on one hand, Tanaka Masad Kola Kodeem Bahin Zacha. Anyone who acquires them, it's his. V'Hadar Kama. But then you said Asurim Mishum Gezel. It's Asurim Asur, 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 Asur. it Sounds like anyone who gets them, uh, acquires them, it's Asur. Erela, rather, you have to say Hachik Amar. V'Chola Kodeem Bahin Zacha B'Shivhan. You have to say anyone who grabs them, uh, acquires the enhancement, and the Asurim Mishum Gezel. That's going on the gufan, the actual principle. The Atara Banchi um, the other Memar, that afil Gufan, Nami, even the, the actual principle, anyone who grabs the actual uh, the, the item, it's his. He gets even the principle. And you could say, According to Zairi, who says you only get the enhancement, okay, you could say this whole thing is a machlok But according to Rav, who says you even get the principle, who says it's a machlok tanaim? Because alma halacha, rab, will tell you the alma. Even according to Nakama, can mishun shivchan. In this case, you got the principle plus the enhancement. come if like, and over here. The Mahlokit is in regards to a halakhat that you don't announce in public. If someone found uh, this hay straw in a shul, the comes to ask the rabbi, can I take? it? tell him no. We don't want people uh, taking it, even though it's really technically mutaj, tell him no. According to Aban Shimon Megamli if you know, we could tell him take it, Not an issue Amarav and It's a halakha that anyone who takes it acquires it, and we don't announce it. It's one of those things. If you took it, you took it. And Amar No, we announce it. We tell the guy you're 100% to it take it. Then Batigma asks, "Ini, is that true that Rav Huna holds that it's a halacha, but we don't announce it?" Afkar husle. Rav Afkar Rav Huna himself. Was mafkir barley that someone left out in a shulter? I mean, he's trying to dry it and said, and Ravuna said, whoever wants it could take it; it's his. And Rav Ada did the same thing. Afkase kustah. He did the same thing with the garbage of that uh, someone was leaving out to dry and uh, trying to make a drink out of it. And, he, and Rav Ada said, whoever wants it could take it. So, you could say Ravada like what he holds, and we announce it, you could take it. But maybe he changed his mind. The Mass says, No. In those cases, they warned the owner once, twice, the guy didn't listen, so they said, Okay, you know what? It's now Hifkir. But Ravuna still holds that it's one of those halachot that you could take it but we don't announce it in public. Whoever took it, took it but we don't announce it that it's allowed. And we'll stop right here Baruch Hashem Amen ve'amen.